Hello, beloveds. This is Anna Marie on the Everything is Dating podcast, the first episode since the rebrand and one that has been a long time coming. Some of you have heard me talk about this change, this shift for a while, and quite honestly, I've had the worst writer's block when it has come to transitioning this and to creating content surrounding the everything is dating idea. And I think that's just because it is such a big deal. It's a revolutionary way of looking at life. It has been for me. It has been for multiple clients and friends. And it is going to change your life if you implement it as you listen to this podcast or join in on some of my programs. So welcome to the first episode. I look forward to sharing this with you. I will say that in many ways, I have overcomplicated it. And that's been a large part of of the reason that I have been procrastinating is that overcomplication. Even on the, the intro and outro, you know, I was thinking about doing another, you know, uh, designed intro, designed outro, so many different things, but they just in reality are unimportant. And in some ways that has a lot to do with this topic, relationships, all relationships are connection and all of life is relational. And when it comes to dating specifically, we don't just date romantically. Every aspect of our life can be looked at through the lens of dating. And we're either dating well or we're dating poorly. And almost all of us, probably all of us, can benefit from getting a little better at dating, whether it's dating ourselves getting to know our fear, getting to know our ego, getting to know our loved ones, getting to know nature, God, you name it. It's a relationship. And the way you interact with the different aspects of your life determines the output, what it creates, right? So for instance, if your relationship with food is negative, you're going to have negative outcomes. Either you're going to overwork yourself in the gym and never eat anything you like, or you're going to overindulge. And creating a better relationship with food where you respect it, you get along with it, you are healthier in your approach to it will also change the outcome. You'll have a an enjoyable relationship with food. You'll be able to eat what it is that you want to eat without overindulging. So in this podcast, what I'm going to do is I'm going to, at the beginning of each episode, let you know what relationships we're going to be discussing. Of course, this is a more general episode because it's the first, but in general, I'll let you know if we're going to be talking about your relationship with your romantic partner with dating in general, with parents, family, nature, God, children, whatever. We're going to discuss it all. So of course, if if you don't think that it's applicable, you can skip an episode. 
If you, you know, want to look for certain ones, I'll try to put it in the descriptions and titles so that you can look for specific topics and we'll take it from there. So I'm not really sure how exactly this idea came to me. Um, It's one that many of you know I've been playing with for uh, roughly a year now. Something just clicked in my head when I started thinking about everything as being relational. Um, And I I first started working on it uh, with myself, of course, you know, uh, for about four years now, I've been very focused on my relationship with me. I haven't always implemented. This year has been the most significant year I've had out of those four years for true implementation and doing the things that I was telling everyone else to do, actually improving my own relationship with my ego, with my fear, with my inner child, um, and with other aspects of myself. I had done a lot of work previously. It's just that I had not implemented to the level that I needed to be implementing. I wasn't consistently showing up for myself, consistently showing up for different uh, aspects of my life, for different people in my life. And of course, that created a lack of integrity and a negative relationship. When we are inconsistent, we have a feast or famine outcome. And that was something that I experienced a lot. It was either things were going very, very well or things were going very, very poorly. And that actually lines up with my emotional wave, which I will always have, uh, very high highs and very low lows. But the problem is, is that I don't always have to create those feast famine motifs in my life just because my emotions hit those highs and lows and changing my relationship with my emotions, changing my relationship with outcomes, with life in general, with God, with my expectations has completely revolutionized how I approach my life. And of course, I'm not saying that I'm, you know, I'm not perfect, you know, I'm not there yet, wherever there is, but I have learned to appreciate the journey in ways that I wasn't appreciating it even a year ago. Um, So it's been a very fruitful year for me. This particular motif I've begun implementing with several clients um, and with people in some of the groups where I serve as a spiritual advisor. And it consistently produces results that have been just incredible growth that has happened in a month or two months that in any other way of approaching things would have taken far, far longer. So the question I'd like to pose to you, uh, you who are listening to this, is how are you relating in the areas of your life where you're struggling? If you are single and dating sucks, I mean, you know, COVID 2020, some of that is just that this year is difficult. (laughs) But if you're struggling in that area, what is your relationship to dating? What is your relationship to the opposite sex? 
um, most of us have really negative relationships with the opposite sex. When I go and look on social media, particularly TikTok, something that I've noticed a lot recently, a trend that I've seen is women calling men trash, men are trash. And for years, I've seen and heard people say, well, all men are X, all women are Y, and consistently complaining about the opposite sex and how, or the same sex, and how all their problems in dating are other people. Well, you know, all guys suck. All women are whiny or needy. And that's why I'm having all the problems that I'm having in dating. And yet, that's really not true. Most of the time, they've had a few shitty experiences that they then create in all of their new opportunities and all their new relationships because their relationship with dating and with the masculine or the feminine stays the same. When we alter that relationship, when we heal that relationship, when we heal our mother and father wounds, when we heal our relationship with dating, with that whole process of getting to know people and opening our hearts and becoming more vulnerable to someone else, that is when we can begin to enjoy dating. And again, this goes so much deeper than just romance, because all of us are in a relationship with ourselves. And most of our subconsciouses and subconsciouses, I don't know if I'm saying that right. Most of our egos, most of our inner children do not trust us because we have consistently shown that we are unwilling to hear their fears, to support them and encourage them and protect them from the harshness of the world. And so when we quote unquote self-sabotage, what's actually happening is our inner child standing up or our ego or our emotions or our fear or whatever, standing up and saying, hey, you're a bad leader. You're not going to protect us. We're therefore going to protect ourselves. And you know, throwing some type of kink in our plans to make us finally turn around and pay attention and listen to them. And our relationship with them is so crappy that they can't trust even our smallest decisions because we consistently abuse ourselves, either emotionally, um, verbally, sometimes physically. We don't allow our emotions to be expressed. We repress our fear. We ignore our intuition. All of that translates into a bad relationship. All of that translates into not being vulnerable with ourselves, not listening to ourselves. And anytime our relationship with self is crummy, our relationships with other areas and aspects of our lives are also going to be crummy. These all impact each other. Our relationship with ourself impacts our relationships with our significant others, which impacts our relationship with God, which impacts our relationships with our bodies. And it, it's a vicious, vicious cycle. And the only way to break out of that vicious cycle is to begin mastering 
our relationships with ourselves, is to begin to step into mastery. And again, not dictatorship. A lot of people, when they first move into personal development, try to be dictators. They try to force their emotions to do what they want them to do instead of learning how our emotions work and how our emotions speak. And unfortunately, as they repress their emotions and try to control their emotions even more, they lose control. To bring in a movie reference, Elsa from Frozen, for those of you who know it, for those of you who don't, her parents tried to get her to conceal her gifts, her powers. Her emotions were what controlled her powers, so they told her not to feel her emotions so that she didn't accidentally use her powers. And what happened was an absolute disaster. She lost control. She set off an eternal winter. And that's what so many of us do when we first start trying to control our emotions. And, you know, realistically, most of us do that for our entire lives, men in particular, um, because that's what society teaches them that they're supposed to be doing is control their emotions. And that attempt to force ourselves not to express creates this very unhealthy dynamic, which always ends in pain, always ends in a volcano erupting of some sort, and is never going to give us what we want. Mastery is learning how to relate in a healthy way to every aspect of our life and create trust and bridges and become a powerful leader. Excuse my alarm that just went off in the middle of this. Funny. The key is building relationships with those aspects of our lives that allow our subconscious, our unconscious, our fear, our programs to begin to trust us and that leadership. If we are not trustworthy, if we have not earned trust and respect, if instead we have been abusive, if we have been avoidant, if we have abandoned ourselves over and over and over again, then we have created so much distrust that self-sabotage is the only thing we're going to experience. And so it takes a consistent measure of dating. And by dating, I mean the effort put forth to build the relationship with different parts of ourselves. So becoming, being willing to be vulnerable, to express our rage when we're angry, to express our sorrow when we're hurting, to be willing to cry, to be willing to express our fear, to listen to our fear, to listen to our ego and the concerns that our ego has. All of these things are valid parts of who we are. And so many gurus and so many teachers will tell you that fear is an enemy or that your quote unquote negative emotions are an enemy or that your ego is an enemy. 
But as long as you view them as enemies, you will be fighting with yourself. You will have a bad relationship, a horrible connection with essential pieces of who you are that will keep you unhappy. You might find a way to succeed in spite of those shitty relationships, succeed in, in, you know, terms that other people define as success, but you will never truly be content or happy until you have relearned and until you have learned to relate in healthy ways to every aspect of yourself and your life. So again, we'll be talking about different relationships. We'll be talking about your relationship with your ego. We'll be talking about your relationship with your inner child. We'll be talking about romantic relationships, either your relationship with nature, your relationship with God, with children, if you have them. We'll be discussing all of these things in the course of this podcast. And I invite you to join me on this journey to becoming a more powerful dater, relater, and leader through conscious relational living. I love you all so much, and I can't wait to share the next episode with you. Until then, be well, love yourself, and listen to what you have to say.